Welcome to Technology by Performex. I'm Ken Umansky, your host for another exploration into the world of technology. My guest today is Ryan Fleischman, the developer and evangelist and SAP architect at Provide Technologies. Provide improves data quality and collaboration of business networks with the help of new innovations in identity and zero knowledge cryptograph. Ryan has experience across enterprises, including projects with the Department of Defense, Accenture, Steelcase, Whirlpool, and Gordon Food Services. He lives in Michigan and has a wife and two daughters and a third baby on the way. Uh, two daughters and one on the way must keep you hopping. Yes, indeed, Ken. I, I, I always tell folks I am not allowed to be bored, you know, in the startup grind, in the enterprise space, and blockchain, and also having uh, small small children. I, I don't have a boring day in my life ever. <laughs> I bet you don't. <laughs> yeah. And it sounds like it's going to get a little bit more uh, more interesting in a couple of months, it sounds like. Absolutely. I think... Um, you know, especially especially in this frontier of the of the economy and technology in terms of sustainability and uh, enterprise, which I'm I'm really excited to, to to talk talk more about where where we see that going. Well, let's talk about digital carbon and how you've used technology to advance sustainability. Um, let me start with a question: What is digital carbon? And how does it benefit sustainability objectives? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, enterprises today are faced with this challenge, you know, in the, the transition to net zero or circular sustainable economies. Of how, how do they drive investment into these corners of the world that are asking and needing, you know, changes to how emissions are reduced, you know, renewable energy, you know, carbon offsets, reforestation, all of these effort, efforts are things that companies are putting money into today, but uh, there, there lacks a really a, uh, a really convenient vehicle to do that. And so, so let's let's enter digital carbon into this picture, right? Yeah. And also blockchain as, as as well. And what this does is it allows us to you know, tokenize the, the 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 sustainability activity in such a way that we have a true peer-to-peer -peer marketplace of enterprise to individual doing conservation, land stewardship, sustainability action that's you know, you know, driving the economy ultimately in the bigger picture, macro picture to, to net zero. What Provide is doing, by the way, in this area is you know, helping, you know, helping those participants come closer to, together, especially on the, on the corporate side. But to, to answer the digital carbon question, Right, it's it's an immutable, you know, traceable, you know, highly liquid form by which you know this this trade of sustainability between enterprise to you know the broader environmental action can take place. Okay, well that's really that that's fascinating. Um, talk a little bit about, about more about digital carbon and you know its its origin, where it's going, those kinds of things. Yeah. Absolutely. One of the, the key partnerships that Provide is operating from is with an organization known as CarbonMark. Uh, it's it's a rebrand of another or just an, another way of naming another effort that's you know, known in the blockchain community as Klimatau. And Klimatau had pioneered this idea of how could we create a liquid marketplace of digital carbon? 
because you know carbon in general was you know very fragmented uh, a, a lot of manual processes it was difficult for companies to buy carbon offsets uh, so they created this digital platform by which you know individuals could you know interact with this marketplace in the most you know peer-to-peer -peer manner way right where they could easily buy and retire but also for project developers to very easily sell uh, you know the, the tokenized form of their environmental action very very easily because otherwise they would be you're rather disconnected and wait a long time on both sides for a deal to come together and you know this technology digital carbon you know really stitches it all back together in uh, a very seamless way. That's really fascinating. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about how you got involved in this area and what um, interested you in the sustainability, um, you know, the whole movement of sustainability. Yeah, so, so, so from my perspective, you know, at Provide, before we got into the sustainability space, you know, what we're, what we're really more broadly about is about enterprise transformation. Know, using you know, blockchain technologies, using the zero knowledge cryptography, uh, digital assets and such. And what we really thought about was, hey, what is the most attractive use case that we can you know, really bring companies in and easy to use and deploy one that was very general purpose that we could roll across different partners. And sustainability really stuck out. Uh, you hear it all the time from different SAP partners and implementers that say like, hey, sustainability is this big deal. Uh, you see it today with SAP and others where they're driving new carbon accounting solutions into there. And what, what we saw as the opportunity was, hey, what if we could create a, a API uh, that you know, simplified these companies' interaction with the digital carbon marketplace so that they could you know, achieve that investment, integrate it to their carbon accounting systems? We, we felt like we had a unique role to play there overall. And uh, it was really exciting as we got the partnership off the ground with you know, Carbon Mark and, and Kalima because there was you know, definitely an interest in need. And that was a niche that hadn't been filled that you know, Provide stepped in. So we built out the API, built out the very first SAP integration. You know, while doing that, actually, we, we actually built what we're, we're pretty sure is the first ever stablecoin integration between SAP to, to blockchains incidentally right and um but overall we've we've had very good reception you know across a number of different partners and industries enterprise takes a long time to 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 nurture but you know what's really awesome about the, the platform we built and sometimes you get these kind of incidental things about when you build a product you find out it serves another niche really well is you know small and medium-sized businesses Right, so different companies at the scale of let's say, you know, 10 to 100 employees, you know, typically you, they're not able to participate in these markets of carbon, right? Because the the costs are too high, there's too much paperwork, they they're just locked out of it. And this offering that we built actually really fits their needs as well. So if they have an, a budget of say like one, ten, hundred, or a thousand dollars, or or just a, just a smaller budget. Or buying the carbon than a, than a big player like a major oil and gas company, but they want to you know, you know partic participate in that. That's that's available through our platform as well, just in terms of flexibility overall. Well, so, that's so, great for small businesses and for medium-sized businesses. T tell me a little bit about you know 
when people think about um, blockchain, they think about cryptocurrency and that that's really how it's been applied and, and for larger companies. But how are you using blockchain and is it any different in the way you're applying it versus, you know, what cryptocurrency is doing or other companies are doing? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we're, we're definitely integrated into the same technology primitive. We're integrating to the blockchain, but we're, we're doing it in a very different way than, than most would actually expect, right? Because, you know, when people think of crypto blockchain t- today, they think of like web extensions like MetaMask or, or Ledger. And, you know, in our view at Provide, those tools are great for you as an individual investor, but they're, but they're not really purpose-built for businesses. And what Provide does differently is, is you know, it, it gives the digital wallet, but it also provides the kind of access controls that enterprises demand, right? So that you can integrate it to, to role permissioning inside of your, your, your cloud system, your SAP system, uh, so that you know everything is going to follow the exact kind of approval order in terms of you know business logic where it should go, and also there's a unique part of our our, our digital carbon offering in in the in the in the wallet as a service, the digital wallet service that's tied to provide payments. And what provide payments does is makes it such that the enterprise never has to you know, self custody any cryptocurrencies at all, never has to hold any stable coins at all, provide payments, you know, recognizes the identity of the enterprise, you know, for, you know, participating in these transactions and, you know, funds those transactions in real time, but then bills it in arrears as an invoice, right? So okay. the you know, companies that are, whether they're large or small, that are in- interfacing with the carbon mark digital marketplace for carbon retirements, they get all the benefits of the digital wallet, but no, the drawbacks, right? And they simply pay a monthly bill for their usage of the platform. So, so that's what really makes provide different in this space in terms of you know, how do how do we cater to the needs of businesses very broadly? You know, one of the other things that cryptocurrency has been touting is the security of blockchain. Can you talk a little bit about why that's that's a good thing here and uh, how it's being used? You know, I, I would say this, it's the, um, the the level of transaction finality to it. So so you there's this tamper-proof record keeping that happens in blockchain that is not easily you know replaced by conventional databases. It's transparent, but it's immutable, right? It's non-reputable, so it's you know great for financial transactions. And when, as we're heading to this world where you know, carbon accounting is, you know, is treated with the same rigor as financial accounting, um, and if we see you know finance going on chain, you know carbon accounting is definitely going on chain, you know in, in in that same way. I would say that you know security on blockchains is a double-edged sword, and this is another thing that you know makes the provide platform really differentiate to our peers, right? Because you know for one thing. This is another way how our products are, are different. You know, you always hear disaster stories of people losing their private keys. Right. Uh, that that ne- that can never happen in the provide platform because we make it so such that you never have to hold the private key in order to use the wallet. So and there you simply you know you you assign the data using our APIs. Now the other aspect of, in terms of privacy, data privacy, 
when you put data on chain, it's you know, it is it is visible for the world to see. But there's this technique called zero knowledge cryptography that allows you to verify some piece of data without necessarily revealing it. Almost like a, as if I had like a a special magic circle, right? If I invited you into the circle, you can you know we could do this you know secret handshake to to confirm some data is accurate, but never have to put that data directly on chain, like a fingerprint to this data, right? So that's a very powerful integration pattern um, that you know for a long time as a privacy preserving tool or data like precision tool has been a niche within niche with the blockchain and you know, provide aids in making that more generally accessible to businesses so that they can protect their data while they're you know, you know, co coordinating with each other through blockchains. So how do you see the future with, uh, with blockchain and carbon, digital carbon? And how do you see it growing? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, in, in terms of, you know, other things I've heard off the record from different industry professionals, you know, certainly the growth of digital carbon is kind of inevitable, you know, simply because it, the ecosystem of carbon offsets and emissions is very fragmented and it really needs this universal coordination layer, you know, to bring all of these different participants involved that respects people's, you know, self-sovereignty, data privacy, but also you know, compensates people. And, you know, that's where I see blockchain fitting in. And I think, you know, the the idea of a voluntary market, you know, coming in, you know, coming alongside the, the business is, you know, much more collaborative than a very top-down government regulated-led approach. Now, I will say, though, I think, you know, you know, based on the environmental mandate that governments are placing on corporations and the level of social responsibility that, you know, companies are taking on, they'll, they'll do it anyway. But I think it's a, it's a, it's, you know, this blockchain, you know, makes, makes it so that it's a, it's an altogether we thing, right? That, that we, we all share together in its advancement and have incentives toward each other, you know, rather than a kind of us versus them uh, type of background. I'll, I'll remark on this too, you know, with sustainability, you know, here in the U.S. we often look at, you know, ESG-related issues through a political lens, right? Which I think, you know, as you as you see the world change, in terms of, you know, we have these different crises that happen, like with uh, in, in Ohio with that train disaster, or you know, PFAS chemicals contaminating water, you know. People realize that, hey, sustainability really matters because it's the air you breathe, it's the water you drink, right? And those things don't know a political boundary really at all. Like those, those are just the basic expectations of life. Right. So every, everyone's coming together, I think, slowly towards um, like, you know, c collaborating together for, you know, for, for better air, better water. And, you know, how do we, you know, how, how do we create the, the technology frameworks and like you get out of frameworks that bring that together in the most efficient way possible. Well, you know, with uh, with this summer and what's going on with the weather around this country and around the world, um, carbon's playing such a role in that and the sustainability of the planet is really at stake. Um, so I wish you a very uh, successful career in what you're doing. 
Um, and I hope that you can uh, convince companies to uh, to advance their sustainability ca- capabilities and use digital carbon as the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, what what final thoughts do you have? Um, you know, what um, what challenges do you think um, you're facing in the future to try and get this uh, more broadly accepted um, and applied? Well, well, I I think the, uh, the one of the big things is that you know companies are discovering that you know sustainable business is good business, right? So when they discover ways to reduce emissions or improve environmental impact, it it tends to do two things, right? One, it reflects well on their reputation as a as a as a, as a citizen of the world and, and and in local communities, but also, you know, what companies discover is as they you know, cut emissions, they often discover, you know, certain cost cutting measures that they they have overlooked in the past, right? So, you know, as they discover this, you know. This methodology of you know cutting emissions, they're adopting a culture of you know what can be measured can be improved, and you know it it, it marks a culture shift in terms of of you know how they how they think about these things. It kind of furthers like what I was saying about like dissolving this political angle and just you know collaborating for the greater good. I would say though you know all the same you know the. The, the challenges in the market are, are, of course, pretty obvious. You know, one is, uh, you know, you know, digital assets and blockchains themselves, you know, sometimes have some explaining to do. Uh, uh, not necessarily a bad thing, you know, simply, you know, explanation of, of what tools will actually work for adoption versus what won't. And the, the digital carbon itself, you know, there's always... Uh, ways in which that's improving, and I have seen so much engagement in terms of you know how 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 do you make this product better and then its current state. I would say like it, you know you're going through an upgrade cycle in terms of the offering from like a McDonald's to a filet mignon almost right in terms of level of quality people are going for. Now it's like this: I would eat a McDonald's hamburger. Maybe someone else maybe won't right in terms of uh, what's available. But but definitely there's that uh, you know striving for high quality offerings in the market that are you know actively being you know built out into these marketplaces. Wow. Well, this has been a fascinating conversation. We're running out of time, so uh, let me just say thank you. I appreciate your your time, your insights, and good luck with the new baby. And I hope you'll come back and see us again. One last thing, if people want to get in touch with you. Um, how can they contact you for any questions they may have or any comments that based on what you've said today? Yeah, I, I can always be reached by email at ryan at provide.services. Uh, you know, feel free to look us up on LinkedIn under provide technologies. You can find me on LinkedIn as well. I'm active out there. And uh, we'd love to hear back from the community, whether you're uh, thinking about an integration of you know, carbon offsetting into an SAP or ServiceNow system, or like I said, a small, medium-sized business, you know, we have a, a, an offering that will fit your needs at, at any scale. So really excited to work with new companies, you know, getting that space in, and also other things enterprise related to blockchain as well. I'm always, always glad to connect with folks on that too. Well, that's great. And thanks again for your time. 
That's all the time we have for uh, technology today. Don't miss our next episode um, where we'll discuss another technology and how it's being applied, hopefully uh, to change some of the industries in which it's being applied against. You can always find technology podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Google, and SoundCloud. And please remember, if you need help with any size technology challenge, please contact Performance Business Solutions at PerformexBiz, P-E-R-F-O-R-M-I-X-B-I-Z.com. I'm your host, Ken Umansky. Until we meet again on another technology podcast, keep innovating. Have a great day.